You're listening to Kindful Conversations, the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach. And this podcast is all about helping you to create calm amongst the chaos of everyday life. I'm here to help you feel better and to consciously and mindfully transform your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all doing really well today and let's start off, of course, with a nice, slow, deep conscious breath. Do one more of those. And today I wanted to talk a bit about my meditation journey. So I did an episode a couple of weeks ago about how to meditate and I shared some common misconceptions about meditation. I shared a bit about what happens when we meditate and I shared some tips for beginners, but I thought it might be helpful to talk about my own journey today to share a bit about how I've come to be a meditation teacher, how meditation is so important to me, why I do it, why I think everyone should be doing it and how I do it. I thought I could talk you through the processes that I go through, the challenges that I face, and a little bit just about all of that stuff. So I have been meditating on and off for many years now. I think I first got introduced to meditation through yoga, which is often what happens for a lot of people. Meditation is a big part of yoga. Often there will be a 10 or 5 to 10 minute meditation at the end of yoga classes, or it's often referred to as shavasana, where people are encouraged to lay down in the corpse pose, I think it's called, and to relax and to let go at the end of the class. And often the teacher will kind of run you through a guided meditation. So that's a way that a lot of people first get introduced to yoga. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened for me. I can't remember exactly, but I did do yoga for many, many years in my late teens and early 20s. And that was probably my first real introduction to it. But then I guess I kind of just stopped doing it when I stopped practicing yoga. And then I got back into yoga and I also got into spirituality. I discovered some spiritual thought leaders and, you know, speakers and and a lot of um, motivational people out there, you know, authors and, and writers and speakers. And one common theme was that they all meditate. So I guess I kind of got back into it because I heard that it was something that really helps you to improve your life, something that can help you to just be better at life. And so I can't remember exactly, but I I definitely got back into it and I became way more interested in meditation. And then I joined a yoga studio probably about four or five years ago, I want to say, and I loved it. It was amazing. And I only stopped going last year because of COVID because they closed down, but I'm definitely going to go back there because it's one of my favorite places. And that's kind of what really set off my path of meditation again, I suppose you could call it. And I really got deep into my spiritual practices as a result of joining this 
yoga studio. So it kind of inspired me again to try meditating and I started to do it on my own. I started to explore meditation, not just at the yoga studio, but also in my own time at home and before bed. And I found that I just felt really good. And I had a few experiences where it was just like another level. I It was as if I found myself going to a completely different space, a completely different place where I just experienced this deep sense of calm and relaxation. And I found huge clarity and I got all these inspired ideas coming to me and I just felt really good. So I kept wanting to do it. And so then I just kind of kept going along on my journey. I probably didn't meditate every day at this point. It was probably, you know, a few times a week. Definitely when I went to yoga, that was my favorite part of the class was the meditation at the end. I would even put blanket over myself because they had blankets we could we could put on and I would put an eye pillow on my eyes and it was just the best thing ever so that's what really got me into it and then I started to practice myself at home because I just wanted to keep getting that feeling you know that amazing deep relaxation that I would find I would often get from those meditations at the yoga studio and to be honest it wasn't always like that sometimes I would have some uncomfortable experiences and I at the time was going through a lot of anxiety so I would often feel quite anxious in meditations and that's something that's quite common for a lot of people is they find when they are you know alone with their thoughts I hate to use that term because it's I mean it's true like meditation does open up that space for us to be alone with our thoughts but I don't like using it because I don't want to put people off I don't want to scare people off from giving it a go but I guess it's just that idea that a lot of people have is that they they don't want to be alone with their thoughts and you know sometimes in that space when we quieten out all that outside noise we can really see what's going on inside our minds and sometimes it can be a little scary and especially if you do experience anxiety like I was quite severely at the time it can be really uncomfortable because it brings up even more of those feelings Um, and there's no distractions you know there's nothing we can do to distract ourselves from it so it's not always been a good experience for me but what I've found is that you have to sit with that you can't get all the good benefits of meditation you know that deep relaxation that sense of clarity the feeling of calm and you know feeling connected you can't always get that without going through the sometimes uncomfortable feelings and that's really what meditation is all about it's about creating that space to become aware of the thoughts that we're having to notice them and observe them and to notice emotions that are coming up and by creating that space to observe them without judgment we're able to process what's happening you know my meditation teacher who taught the teacher training that I did actually explained meditation as a microcosm of everything that's going on in our lives so when we meditate everything will come up the thoughts that we're having, the problems, all those issues, you know, whatever it may be that we're going through will come up because it's creating that space for our minds to work through it. You know, it comes up so that it can be resolved and that's not always nice and comfortable, but sometimes you really do have to just sit with that and trust that it will pass 
like I talked about in one of my recent episodes, you know, that those uncomfortable emotions and feelings and thoughts will pass in time if we allow ourselves to feel them and if we allow ourselves that space. So that was kind of how I got back into meditation, I suppose, over the last, let's say, five years. And then that's really been accelerated with everything that's been going on in my life in the last two years, probably. So I actually joined a gym at the start of 2019 and the owner is a meditation teacher. So I started to go to his classes. He runs a free meditation class for anyone who's in Melbourne. You can reach out and I can send you the details if if you're interested because they're amazing sessions, really, really nice in-person sessions. And that was probably what then took my meditation practice to the next level was going to these sessions with someone who's had so many years of experience meditating and has worked with many different meditation teachers and who creates just this incredible space and holds this incredible space and energy. Um, I started to go really deep into my meditations. I would have experiences where I was just, my whole body was like pulsating with love and energy and I just felt completely limitless I would see visions I would I'm not saying this to put anyone off again it's a you know it may seem a little bit woo-woo but really I was having some profound experiences during my meditations and that's something that a lot of people can access I mean sometimes it happens on the first go or can happen early on but that's often something that people don't experience till a bit later on when they've been practicing for for a long time and they've they're experienced let's say I mean there's no right or wrong I always say there's no right or wrong way to practice meditation there shouldn't ever be an end goal there shouldn't be something a feeling or something that we're searching for Um, I try and encourage people to just be open to whatever experience happens but you will find that with practice and with time the experience changes and sometimes you can experience something extremely profound or kind of out of body you know have these out of body experiences or these feel like you're going into a completely different realm or different space so again I'm not saying any of this to put anyone off or to sound a little bit woo-woo but that's just been my experience so yeah my interest in meditation and my own personal practice kind of got accelerated from that point and I also around the same time went and saw a hypnotherapist and I've talked a little bit about my experience with hypnotherapy and I have heard hypnotherapy be explained as meditation with a goal. So it is a very meditative state that you're in when you do a hypnotherapy session and it is really, I suppose, the purpose of hypnotherapy is to tap into the subconscious mind. So tap into that subconscious, that lies beneath everything you know that autopilot the deep deep beliefs that we have the deep um, habits and behaviors I suppose and so anyway I started to see a hypnotherapist because a friend had recommended her and I had some really amazing experiences and she really helped me to work through some self-doubt she helped me to create boundaries and she also helped me to heal some of the chronic pain that I was experiencing at the time because it was quite bad at at that time and so this again was just all I I suppose, leading to this path, this journey that I was heading towards of, 
you know, really going deeper into my spiritual and personal growth. And then I had this really interesting experience when I was pregnant. So I knew at the time that I was pregnant and I just had this feeling that something was off. Something didn't feel quite right. And I was really worried. I was worried about the baby. And so I reached out to the hypnotherapist again because I knew she was just this amazing person that I could contact, you know, and book an appointment with. And she would help me with whatever I was going through. She's like a counselor, like a like a therapist, but also helps with that energetic healing and that you know, spiritual side of side of things. And so I booked in an appointment and I told her what was going on and we, we wanted to work on helping me to feel more calm and to trust that everything's going to be okay. That was what I went with the intention to work on. And that's all, there's always something. So whenever I did a hypnotherapy session, there was always something, you know, a goal. Like I said, hypnotherapy is like meditation with a goal. There was always something that I wanted to work on. And that was what she would help me with. And it was in that session that I had this vision. I just had this I can't really explain it, but I had this idea come to me about creating Kindful Co, which is now my meditation and mindfulness business. And I just had this idea that I wanted to create a space where people could come and feel more calm and learn all the tools and techniques that I had picked up over my practices over the years and just create a community that would help people to feel better and So it was so strange. It just kind of came to me in this session. And then, of course, if you've been following my journey, you would know that I found out sometime after, it was probably a couple of weeks later, that I lost the baby. And that turned out to be one of the greatest blessings of my life. As hard as it was, it was, you know, the most difficult thing I've ever had to go through. But it was truly a blessing because it made me wake up I had my spiritual awakening through that experience. I really woke up to who I am. I came back to myself and I realized that I was on the wrong path and was able to shift direction as hard as that was, as you know, gut-wrenching and challenging as that time was. It really was a true catalyst in my growth journey and I, and I am grateful for that for what came out of that loss. I'm grateful for new beginnings and and new opportunities that have come. And then out of that experience launched Kindful Co. And I will probably talk about that experience more and, and the spiritual awakening that came out of it. But it was really my meditation practice that got me through that challenging time that gave me the space to feel all those emotions and to just sit with the discomfort. And like I said earlier, it's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to bring on that feeling of deep relaxation and calm. Sometimes it will be hard and it will be challenging. Often, often it will be hard. But if we can allow ourselves to go through the process and to practice continue to practice to work that muscle we will experience the benefits and there are so many benefits so let me tell you now what are the benefits what benefits have I found in my own meditation journey well the biggest thing that I've found is that I just feel way more calm in general I feel so much more calm these days I feel a lot more level-headed like I'm able to 
manage my emotions and my reactions. I'm way less reactive. I used to be someone who was very hot-headed and I still am. You know, I'm feisty and um, I can get a bit of a temper. Let's just say that. But I am just so much better at managing those emotions and managing those reactions. And I'm much more aware of what I'm feeling in the moment. You know, I'm able to identify those emotions quicker and for example, let's say if I'm feeling frustrated, I'm, I'm able to recognize that frustration and recognize why I may be feeling it, you know, what trigger lies beneath that frustration or that anger and to stop myself from reacting in a way that I don't want to react because I can acknowledge what's going on and allow myself to take a step back to remove myself from the from the emotion, if that makes sense. Another thing that it's really helped me with is to relieve stress and tension. So like I've touched on, I have experienced a lot of chronic pain in my life in the last five years, particularly. And it's something that I'm still working through. And it's interesting because I've had a couple of difficult weeks, which I've talked quite openly about here on the podcast. And my pain has been coming back a bit more. It's it's almost as if because I've been feeling more emotional and because I've been called to go deeper on my growth journey from, you know, there's been this kind of pull for me to go even deeper and to go to the next level. It's been bringing up so many emotions and that's also been bringing up so much pain. So physical pain, I mean, you know, like I get a sore neck and I get headaches and, and um, really tense back and shoulders and so it's been bringing up a lot of that but meditation has been one of the best ways I've found to relieve stress and tension to relieve chronic pain or or any kind of pain really and another thing that it helps me with is it helps me to get ideas and inspiration so like I was saying with my experience in hypnotherapy often we'll find inspired ideas come to us when we're in that state of calm when we're in that relaxed state it kind of opens up the door for inspiration to come in when we're stressed or when we're overthinking and we're living out of our minds we're not able to welcome in creativity and creative ideas because when we're stressed that creative part of our brains shuts off because it's not needed because we're in a state of survival we're in a state of fight or flight so we're not able to think creatively and have those inspired ideas come to us Another thing it's helped me with is to tune into my intuition. And I've talked about this a bit and I will continue to talk about this because it's really, really important to me. But our intuition is that inner knowing, that gut feeling or that, you know, that knowing inside us of what we need to do or the the right thing to say or, you know, knowing when we're not feeling quite safe or, you know, when we're feeling like something isn't quite right, like something's off, that's our intuition. And often it's really hard for us to distinguish that. It's really hard for us to know what that is or what our bodies are trying to tell us. Our gut is trying to tell us when we're so busy thinking or looking outside of ourselves for all the answers. So slowing down and having that space in meditation can really help us to tap into our intuition and to help to to show us the next step to take, the next right action. Another thing that meditation has really helped me with is to overcome challenges. So like I was saying, meditation is like that microcosm of everything that's going on in our lives. It brings up challenges. It brings up 
thoughts and you know difficult things so that we can work through them so that we can overcome them it also helps me to feel more centered I like I was saying feel so much more calm and centered in general and often when I'm not feeling centered I know that I need to meditate often when I'm feeling out of alignment I'm not feeling like I'm quite myself it's a reminder for me that I probably need to spend a little bit more time meditating, a little bit more time going slower and going easy on myself. It also helps me to feel more connected. Now, this is something that I can't really put into words, but it's just that feeling of being connected to other people, other beings. It's kind of like that, I don't know, return to love that you know, our, our natural state is a loving, kind, compassionate nature. But so often when we're caught up in our thoughts or we're caught up in the stories that we're telling ourselves about what other people are thinking, doing, saying, you know, um, it's so easy to get caught up in that. But when we are, we're not coming from a loving space, you know, we're reactive, we're judgmental, we're blaming other people for our problems. And so I've found that through meditation, it just helps me to feel so much more connected to myself and to other people and to help me to return to that loving you know that innate place of kindness and and love and compassion that we all have and we can all access it's our true nature but it helps us to reconnect with that and so I don't know I'd be interested to hear your experiences but You've probably, if you've given meditation a good go and you've been doing it for some time, you've probably found that you've experienced that feeling too, that feeling of connectedness, that feeling of warmth for other human beings. And so I think that's probably one of the best things that we can get out of, out of meditation and that the world needs is more love and kindness and connection. And I think really what meditation has done for me is it just helps me to feel better in general it helps me in all aspects of my life and I find that when I'm not doing it enough and I guess there's no right amount of time there's no right or wrong way to do it but when I find I've not been making it a priority let's say it that way I just feel like I'm on edge I just don't feel like I'm myself I feel a little bit out of alignment so the more I do it the more I want to do it and the better I feel. And that goes with a lot of things. It's like when we exercise, you know, at first it might be hard if we're unfit. It could be really tricky to get ourselves out of the house and go for a walk or go for a run, go to the gym. But the more we do it, the more we start to reap the benefits, the more we start to feel better. You know, we feel like the body's working better and the more then we want to do it because we want to keep getting that good feeling. That's just the same with meditation. Meditation is just like doing a workout. It's like a workout for your brain. You know, it's, it's that workout for the mind, that constant um, muscle that we need to work in order to just let everything else work better in our lives. So lastly, I wanted to talk about how I meditate, what I do and how I've come to meditate every single day. It's been since the start of 2020, since the 1st of January. I mean, I was meditating probably most days before that, but that was the day that I made the commitment. I'm going to meditate every single day and I haven't missed a day and I feel really proud of myself. And some days that's looked like five minutes before bed, just 
closing my eyes, focusing on my breath or focusing on, you know, just observing whatever thoughts are coming up, something really simple and straightforward. But it's been something that I've stuck to every single day for, I don't know how many days that is, maybe let's say 390 now, probably about that. Anyway, it's been a long time and I have managed to do that because I've made it a priority. It's something that is just a non-negotiable in my life. It is so important to me and it really does, it, it really is a game changer. It really does improve every aspect of my life and it's something that I think everyone deserves and everyone should have access to and that's why I'm so passionate about it that's why I'm doing this podcast that's why I've created Kindful Co is that I want everybody to feel the benefits that I've felt from this work and and from these practices and I I just want everyone to feel better and to know that there is a different way you know you don't have to be living in constant stress it is possible to break out of negative cycles it is possible to make positive changes in your life and it is possible to change the way that you think and I I believe that meditation is one of the greatest ways that we can do that so that's why I'm passionate about it that's why I do it and that's why it's become such a big part of my life why it's such a priority for me so the way I do it I have actually been doing a lot of guided meditations lately I do three to four guided meditations a week on the circles live app which you can just get when you go to circleslive.com they're not paying me to say this I do it completely free it's just a great platform I think to do live meditations online with a community of other people who want to give meditation a go and we've got some regulars who show up every single session which is amazing and so I've been doing a lot of seated meditations which is not something I was really doing before I've always leaned towards doing laying meditations laying down like I said often before I go to sleep um, or first thing in the morning when I wake up laying in bed and meditating because I just find that I'm so comfortable I, I find that it's just the easiest way for me to get into that state of relaxation. But some people prefer to sit, some people prefer other things. So there really is no right or wrong way. But my preference is to lay down. But often lately, I have actually been sitting, like I said, because I've been doing the guided sessions and I need to be sitting so that students can see me. But I've actually really liked that. And it's been good because it's forced me to do something different. It's forced me to change my routine. So Generally, I will count those sessions that I do when I'm guiding students as my own meditation because I often find that I get into that state as well while I'm guiding them. And, and often things just come to me intuitively, you know, like affirmations or words that I want to share or, you know, guidance that I want to give students comes to me intuitively when I'm in that state because I can really tap into, okay, what is it that people need to hear? What is it that I need to hear? Often the guidance that I'm giving is based on personal struggles that I'm going through, experiences I'm having. I find that that's the best way for me to teach others is to teach through what I'm going through myself. And so how long? I generally would ideally like to do about a 20-minute session once or twice a day. That is like my ideal. But again, like I said, some days that looks like five minutes and that's okay. And even just one minute, if you can do a one-minute meditation, I have a few of them on my Instagram. It's enough. It's something, you know, even just 
30 seconds of deep breathing, even just one deep conscious breath, like the one we took at the start of this episode is something, whatever you can do to prioritize your self-care, whatever you can do to prioritize calm and relieving stress in your day is amazing. So just whatever you can do, don't judge yourself, just give it a go and be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself through the process. Because like I said, it is a process. It's not always easy. It will be uncomfortable sometimes, but it's if we can push through that, if we can, you know, be patient with ourselves and persist, we will reap the benefits. And the studies are out now. The research is out. Meditation is an amazing, amazing practice and tool to help us to improve our lives. So that's a bit from me today about my own meditation journey. I hope you found this helpful and interesting. Feel free to come over to my Instagram and send me a DM, ask me any questions. I've also created a free guided meditation for today's episode. All you have to do to get that meditation is go to kindfulco.com slash podcast slash episode 13, kindfulco.com slash podcast slash episode 13, and you can get a free guided meditation with me. It's a nice, short, mindful one, and it might give you, if you're a beginner, a nice insight into meditation and yeah, just really help you to feel a bit more calm. That is my intention and my hope. So definitely head over to my website to get that free guided meditation. All right, everyone, I will leave it here now. I'll talk to you next week. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time and energy and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. If you did, please feel free to let me know what you think. Please share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it. And if you feel called to, please head over and leave me a review and rate this podcast. It would really help me out. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you in my next episode.